never give up and always make sure that you're don't let the buck get in the way of doing the right thing. We've always believed at Geologic that you do the right stuff, whether or not the money will follow if you do the right things. And that's what we always focused in on. And that's, uh, that's always worked for us. The oil and gas industry, the driving engine of the world economy, delivering prosperity, innovation and abundance across the globe. Here are the stories of its key players, directly from the leaders themselves. This is Bulwark's Oil and Gas Industry Leaders Podcast, where real experiences are passed on from the leaders of today to the leaders of tomorrow. Here is your host, Paige Wilson. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada at the PPDM Calgary Data Management Symposium Trade Show and AGM 2018 with my guest, David Hood the president and chief executive officer of Geologic Systems, as well as an active member on the Professional Petroleum Data Management Association. How are you doing this afternoon, David? Doing great, Paige. Thank you. Good, good. Before we get into it, I want to thank everyone that left a review on iTunes, and let me read a few of them. Uh, I've got a five-star review packed with highly relevant advice and information by C. Trevor 23 While binge listening, I've noticed that there are often a handful of LinkedIn post-worthy pieces of advice and professional tips in each episode. Paige Wilson does a consistently great job in getting her top-notch guests to share relevant information within the oil and gas industry that often ends up translating into how one can be a good professional within any walk of life. Thank you so much. So now that we've got that out of the way, David, let's discuss how you started in the oil and gas industry. Sure. Well, I uh, actually came across to Canada in 82 with zero oil experience, and that was in the middle of something called the National Energy Program, uh-huh. which was a, a huge uh, negative in Canada. And there were thousands of engineers and geologists walking the streets who had plenty of oil and gas experience. And uh, there was me. And so uh, I didn't have any experience, and so a lot of people didn't want to hire me. So I spent uh, three, four months uh, cold calling in Calgary, just knocking on doors. Really? And, and so, so no experience. So, so what got you, what was, what was that door that opened? Well, eventually there was a company that was, at that time, the uh, Northern Exploration was going quite strongly in the, uh, up in the high Arctic. And so there was a lot of activity going up there. And I got a temporary job as a three-month project engineer mm-hmm. to help build artificial islands up there so that we could land planes on them or drill from them and, and that kind of thing. So I wrote back to my parents after that and said, I got my first job in Canada and I'm making ice in the Arctic. And they weren't terribly impressed, i got to tell you. <laughs> so you're making islands out of sand or ice? Out of ice. Out so of you're, ice. you're actually up in the uh, Arctic Ocean with nothing but water beneath you and you yeah. just artificially increase the depth of the, uh, of the ice. So it's, it's strong enough to take the loads. Interesting. So where'd you, what happened after that? Well, the three-month job turned out okay. We ended up selling the business uh, nine years later, and I was CEO by that time. Oh, after goodness. I, you just went right up the ladder. I, I did uh, a lot of things in that company uh, during that time. Yeah, so, well, like what? I actually ended up, after the engineer in the field, they needed a technical guy with an MBA to run their uh, administration and their financial 
side. So I ended up as treasurer and controller and oh, wow. CFO and then ran their sales activity, ran their operations, uh, ran their IT. Uh-huh. So a bit of everything. Yeah, a bunch of different hats, huh? Right. 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 It was a great experience. What were some of the challenges other than uh, it took you a little while to find a, you know, a job? Uh, what were some of the challenges during that time? Well, a lot of it was the, the cultural challenges. Trying to, I'd come from the UK, from a very regulated environment, mm-hmm. and I loved coming across the Calgary where everybody, everybody wanted to do a deal. Mm-hmm. And so it was as far as your initiative and your imagination could take you. And, and that was great. It was a completely different life to the highly regulated environment that I've been in before, which is one of the reasons why I moved. Right. Okay. Um, and where are you from exactly in the UK? Originally near Glasgow, but uh, I grew up out in Nigeria, so the accent tends to go all over the place. Sometimes. I can, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. hear a little bit yeah. of everything. <laughs> 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 all right. So cultural challenges. So let's talk about what you're doing with Geologic and, sure. and how, you, how you got there. Well, I ended up, I, I'd been working for a competitor and I came across uh, in 97. Uh, we were a small company that was looking to, to grow. Uh, we had, didn't have much of the market. We were well liked by a very small group at, in the market, but that was about it. And so the company, uh, the market, they didn't really like us or dislike us. They just didn't care about us. Mm-hmm. We were irrelevant. And so we set out. Uh, basically actually copying a model from Southwest Airlines where huh. the kind of things that Southwest was doing were not particularly tough to elucidate. They, they used standard planes. They kept the service high. They uh, treated people well. But it was very tough for people to replicate it. So we said, well, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to focus on creating a positive culture in the organization. We're going to focus on out-developing uh, competition and really giving our customers the best service they get anywhere, not just in the oil and gas industry, but anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so we kept building on that year on year and just grabbed more and more market share until we ended up with the majority share in the Canadian market. And so we still view ourselves as disruptors. We want to change the industry. We want to change the products. We want to change the way people do things. And I think it's a very exciting time in the industry now to do that. Excellent, excellent. And so, how do how do you how do you see what you went through in the company prior to Geosystems now? Where do you see that difference in yourself from then to now? I think the first company that I that I mentioned was a company called Geotech. There's a lot of geos in the industry, as you yeah. Know. But that's where I learned how to do the things that we're doing at Geologic. Where we tried it out, we tried to focus on quality. Uh, it was often a very undifferentiated industry at the time. And we really, the things that I learned at Geotech, we brought to Geologic and managed to enhance them and build on them. So the, it, despite the downturns we've had through the, the years, we've never had layoffs. And we, we've actually continued to invest and grow in the business despite the, uh, the ups and downs we've had before. That's incredible. Are you hiring? <laughs> <laughs> Selectively, yes. <laughs> we good. actually are. Yeah. Good, good. So for everybody out there listening, they're hiring. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we've discussed your journey, let, let's really take a deep dive into what you what Geologic does as yeah. a company. 
for all of our listeners? Sure. Well, first of all, in Canada, we're we're a data and uh, decision support company. Mm -hmm. Uh, In Canada, the market is very different than elsewhere. We have a there's really only two companies in the market, mm-hmm. and you come to us for basically all kinds of data. So anything except seismic. Okay. So well tests, land, logs, production, the whole deal. And so we provide that data in an accept, in a way that you can easily consume it through a PPDM format, of course. Right. Is what the PPDM conference. Also, we have a, uh, our flagship is a product called Geoscout, which is a, a Windows-based product that does analysis, mapping, infers a whole range of data. We, we've we been told that our data is the highest quality data that people have seen and it's potentially the highest quality you can get for oil and gas data of its kind in the world. So we've got over a, over a million wells and uh, tremendous amounts of data in all of those, those areas. We have just uh, partnered with a company out of uh, California mm-hmm. to do a predictive analytics package around around production data where we do right back data driven work right back to the uh, the original equations that govern the fluid mechanics in the well we run the production out for 30 years a million times per well wow and we do it in over a million wells and we've been told by our partner that they have seen no other data sets that are around that they could do that with so we're really excited by that. That's and pretty amazing. Constantly looking for new things and constantly upgrading the quality of the data. Excellent. Excellent. So you're also on the board of PPDM. That's right. And uh, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, PPDM uh, just been a fabulous organization. We've got a great CEO, Trudy Curtis, and her team uh, who's done, a, done an amazing job. It went through a lot of ups and downs. A lot of the, the board needed to roll up their sleeves and go in and help as as things were tight because we couldn't afford to pay people to do things. It is an organization that is trying to create a new standard for data management in the oil and gas business. Mm-hmm. And it's it's having a lot of success. And so it's now gone from a, a little organization in Calgary that nobody knew anything about. It started 25, 30 years ago. And now it's global and building on it. And as I say, Trudy Curtis is the one that has deserves most of the credit for it. Yeah, and I actually sat in on a couple of her talks, and they were excellent. And I, I come from a regulatory compliance background, so she was completely speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. So, I, 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 you know, as a new member, it was really nice to have. So if you had a piece of advice to give our audience, what would it be? Never give up and always make sure that you're don't let the buck get in the way of doing the right thing. We've always believed at Geologic that you do the right stuff, whether or not the money will follow if you do the right things. That's what we always focused in on. And that's, uh, that's always worked for us. Yeah. Yep. Always do the right thing. Yeah, I very much agree with that. It's something my grandmother says. Yeah. Don't do good things, do right things. Right. <laughs> what book influenced you the most? It's a good question. I think probably way back, book by, uh, Robert Handy, uh, who people don't talk about him very much now, about uh, he had uh, tremendous thoughts about the way organizations operate, moving from dealing with problems, at first administratively, then organizationally, and then finally strategic. And so I've always tried to, to move as quickly as possible to the right level of uh, response as opposed to taking too long to uh, to work through things. So it's all about change. 
Excellent. Let me see if I can find that book. And you said it was by Robert Handy? Yep. He, uh, it might have been out of print for some time. A lot of people actually write down these books and go and read them. That's why I'm looking them up. I could dig it out and get it, get it to you. <laughs> no worries. Julie will put it in the show notes once you get that to me. Okay. So what's your most used business tool? When you say a business tool, you mean a, a software product or it could a, be anything. something else? It can be anything. Any, anything yeah. you use maybe daily, maybe something incredible, you know, important. It could be your phone. It could be yourself. It could okay. be any. It could be anything. I, I guess the the thing that I just swear by is I've got a a Microsoft Surface Pro, which is my entire computer. It's the most productive technology device I've ever had, and I tie it in with something called OneNote. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually what I'm using right now. For uh, there my show you notes. go. There you go. But I have a MacBook Pro. <laughs> well, you're halfway there. Well, well, this, that was not my choice. <laughs> Got it. That was not my choice. I just... Yeah. Well, everything, my entire life goes into OneNote. It's, uh, it's amazing. Yes, it is. Couldn't, I... couldn't go without it. Yes. Well, who would you say is your most respected competitor? I would say the, uh, the individual, actually, who's also on the, uh, the PPDM board, uh, a guy called uh, Peter McDougall, who's uh, just a fantastic guy, works with IHS, and uh, a tremendous, tremendous individual. Excellent. Got a lot of respect for him. Good, good, good. What would you say is your most important lesson learned? I think the, the thing that really bugs me is when people, they get to be successful and then they forget where they came from. You've got to, what I really watch is not the way people behave to presidents and CEOs, it's the way they behave to the janitor. And that's, that's key. That's to me, is a differentiator between people that get it and the people that, that really don't. That's their, the genuine part of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's your favorite podcast? Well, this one. <laughs> Why does everybody say that? <laughs> well, you must be, you're that good, Paige. Come on. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we've got some events on deck. We've got Creating the Digital Workplace in Oil and Gas, November 13th in Houston, Texas. Operational Excellence and Oil and Gas Summit U.S. Uh, November 5th through 7th, also in Houston. And then Managing Aging Plants Conference and Expo USA 2018, November 13th through 14th in Houston as well. Like I said, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you, David. If people want to reach out to you and or get to know more about Geologic, how can they go about doing that? Absolutely. And thank you, Paige. I appreciated the opportunity. I'm happy to... Uh, connect with people on uh, i'm on twitter and uh also uh there's a linkedin linkedin yeah. yep all of the all of those good things okay and then uh is it uh what's the website www.geologic.com perfect perfect all right so that concludes this episode just remember it's up to you to open the next door tune in next week for another intriguing episode of bulwark's oil and gas industry leaders podcast a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at oilandgasindustryleaders.com.